Hello and welcome to Combo Junto, episode 80. I'm your host, Octavia St. Newman. I'm the creative director of Bear Fruit, and I'm here with my co-host, Adam J. Tedderus. <laughs> 80 okay. episodes. Uh-huh. We getting close to 100. Yeah, we are getting very close. Let and me you just keep, yo, keep I'm fiddling not, around with this mic. With my microphone. You right should have thought of this before we started. <laughs> uh, no, no, we get it right. At 80, 100, 100. You ever think about the fact that we celebrate 100 for everything? Well, we've already done 100 episodes. This is actually episode 105, I believe. That's right. But it seems kind of arbitrary. Like, why 100? Because why not just celebrate 80? That's what I say. Celebrate 80. Celebrate 80 episodes of our normal continuity show, uh-huh. plus the one-shots, yeah. plus the CBJ Origins, yeah. plus the Ask CBJ. Yeah. Put in there some of the times when Adam was in Thailand and we had cameos. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it's, it's good. We've, we've had a long run. That's right. And then I get hit by lightning, and that's it. I'm like, I shouldn't have what? said nothing. Like, what are you talking about? I'm saying, it's, you know, you start saying good things about what you've been doing, and something, <laughs> knock on wood, you know, superstitions. You ain't got no superstitions? I believe in God. Yeah. I believe All in right. Jesus. I don't know what you're talking about. But what I want to do is, I'm just, <laughs> look, I'm going through some of our tracks on SoundCloud uh-huh. right now. Uh-huh. And I, do you remember when we did an episode called, <laughs> If You Want E... How you gonna give something to me? <laughs> Absolutely. Do you Absolutely. One hundred percent. Do you remember I was there for that one? Do you remember what the episode Y'all Got Too Much Money was about? Well, I don't remember. Uh, no, I don't remember what that's about. Do you remember when we did an episode called <laughs> Peanut Butter Chocolate Cake with yeah, Kool-Aid? Yeah, yeah. When yeah. Gambino uh-huh, released his new album. Uh-huh. How about uh uh Why Don't You Go to the Dark Side? Live from Philly Podfest. This yes. is why we do this. Yeah. Ooh, Suicide Squad. Yeah, we we've had we've had our good we had chicken a, wing birthday cake. Chicken wing birthday cake, of course. Yeah, man. There's a lot of there's a lot of episodes <laughs> out there for those of you that are new to Comic Book Junto because every podcast is somebody's first. We this is our 80th regular episode, but I think collectively this is episode 105, including all the rest of the stuff that we talked about. Those of us, yeah, those of you that have been riding with us since day one, we really appreciate you guys for sticking with us through 105 episodes. Back in the day when we, were, when we were getting fan fiction you know I mean? about. Uh, man, man. Metro Boomin. Oh, man, man. Yeah, yeah. Finding out why Metro Boomin doesn't trust anybody. <laughs> it's been a long time, and now we're here. Yeah. And we want to thank everybody who's rolled with us. And we also want to thank our Patreon members who made episode 80 possible. Shout out to everybody who has subscribed to become a part of our Patreon. Thank you for helping the mm-hmm. Junto continue to grow, blossom, and flourish. Mm-hmm. And we would encourage you guys that if you enjoy this podcast, number one, leave us five stars and a positive comment mm-hmm. on iTunes. Subscribe on iTunes. Tell somebody else to subscribe on iTunes. Follow us on SoundCloud and all that good stuff. But also con- consider adding us to your pull list. That's right. Consider trying to help the junto out we got a couple different things that you can check out so if you go to patreon the link should be in the description of this podcast and check out what our different things are we've got different tiers that you guys can pledge at but at the end of the day listening Mm -hmm. and like recommending that's dope that is the biggest thing you can possibly do enjoy the show yeah but tell somebody else you enjoy the show yeah yeah like share the show that's right and and i do want to shout out we have a new Patreon supporter, a new member, Friends Talk Front End. That is put together. That is a show and what? a Patreon page what? put together by my friend, Jag. Okay. So oh, shout okay. out to you, Jag. Yeah, Jag. Thank you for the support, man. That's what's up, Jag. Welcome to the June Talk. Welcome to the Facebook group also. Mm-hmm. All right. So let's get episode 80 kicked off. Do you have your comic books with you? 
I haven't bring them with me. I read them yesterday, mm-hmm. and I, we did the Justice League one shot last night. Yeah, by the way, check that out after you've watched. Definitely after you've watched the movie. Now, if you're listening to this show right now, uh-huh. it's probably Friday. Yeah, and uh, hopefully you caught. I don't know the midnight release or the Thursday I mean, night join. Yeah, the Thursday night, right. six seven o'clock. Joint. We hope you saw it. Yeah, so that way you can join us for the one shot. Mm-hmm. If you haven't seen Justice League, you have no business listening to the one shot until after because you we, watch it. We spoil it like immediately. unless you just don't don't love yourself enough to avoid spoilers. <laughs> it's a if you that type, if you that type of person that doesn't think highly enough of yourself mm-hmm. to preserve joy mm-hmm. and love love yourself, then you can go ahead and listen to it. That's but okay. I, on the other hand, is a value assessment. I'm here to tell you yeah. that you're doing it wrong if you're listening to movie reviews before you watch the movie. Watch yeah. the movie and then join us. Yeah. Give us your letter grade. Get a, give us your gut reactions and all that good stuff. Yeah. Um but so all of that was to say I don't have my comics with me, but I know what I bought. So happy so we can still talk Talk about happy it. brown bag day to you adam happy brown bag day to you. internet happy brown bag day to you as well i'm gonna go through my comic books right quick because mm-hmm. i only got two of them joints you and i had a very similar week as far as comics go i only bought two of them johns you only bought two of them johns and there is one theme one commonality yeah dark knights all bat books all bat jones so mm-hmm. i got Dark Knight's Batman Who Laughs, mm-hmm. and I got Dark Knight's Batman Lost. Both of these are Marvel, uh, Marvel. Both of these are Dark Knight's Metal tie-ins. Yeah. Have you been reading Dark Knight's Metal? I'm reading Metal. Mm-hmm. I'm reading Metal actually by the recommendation, the strong recommendation of our listeners. On the Facebook group. Right? On the Facebook group. Yes. The, uh, the, the, the people who have been reading it, who are part of the Facebook group, mm-hmm. all they do is talk about how rad it is. All the tie-ins are really good, which is surprising for a number of reasons I, I fell off on metal yeah and there was a time when i wasn't picking up as many books mm-hmm. and metal was one that just kind of i lopped it off but been, i'm picking them back up yeah i've been working my way through all of them yeah all the tie-ins included it's it's really really fun so internet if you have been not not been reading the dark knights event this is one of the events that i'm like man this is really good but again it's all about how you stick the landing it's all about how you end yeah. it so we'll see how that comes together yeah but that's what i got i picked you got up, the same thing i picked up the same thing with batman the tom king's new batman issue uh which i think closes the arc which was called rules of engagement yeah i want to say it's part three of that mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and it's uh you know Bat and Cat going out into the desert finding Talia al Ghul and this, that, and the other thing. Word on the street, the next thing that's going on in Batman, Tom mm. King's Batman, mm. Wonder Woman. Mm. Word now, on the street. Now, I don't know if this is a spoiler, so I then guess don't I say keep it. it to myself. Don't say it. Yeah, I got to keep it to keep myself. Keep it on the low. Wait, all I will say don't, is... Don't say that. Uh, no, I, all I will say is... Don't say that. The last panel... Don't say I'm that. Describe it, man. Why are you Look, talking gonna, about the last panel of a I'm comic gonna, book? If you read... How about this? Adam, I mean, I'm stop. Don't this do online. this. Look. I got it. I figured it out. You Octavius, did. don't worry about it. Guarantee hold, you did. Hold my hand. Hold no. my hand. <laughs> no. Take my hand. You don't, don't do this. <laughs> All I'm going to say is All if right. you've read the most recent... Of, in a, but in what if you issue. haven't? If you if you have. But what if you haven't? If you have. If you haven't, though. <laughs> <laughs> what is this show about? That's what I'm, try, I'm, I'm trying, trying to, to talk about comics. I'm trying to preserve Damn. these people. All right. Well, here, Joe. Beep, beep. Beep. You're giving him the sound That's bites it. to put in? That's just me. I was just censoring myself. Gotcha. I needed to express something. Tell me after the show's over. All right. When the mics aren't hot. <laughs> Keep it. The mic's not hot. <laughs> mic's never hot. Yeah. yeah. All right. So that's what we got for comics. All bats. Yeah. I wish I wish Batman in Justice League 
felt more like Batman in comics. Hey, man, listen. Listen to our one-shot movie review on mm-hmm. Justice League. Get our thoughts mm-hmm. on Justice League. Well, you know, we're going to talk about it a little bit, so we might as well go right into it. We can't really talk about Justice League here because we want to respect the members of the Blackout Congregation. Yeah. Hear no spoilers, see no spoilers, speak no spoilers. That is correct. And we also want to respect those who just don't want none of them spoilers. However, comma... We do know what's going on with Rotten Tomatoes. Which is a thing now. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe there was a time when we did not pay such close attention to review websites, but Rotten Tomatoes is a part of the industry. Hold on. I just looked at the score. Yeah. Yo. You, I, yeah. 37. Yeah. <laughs> Sheesh. 37? Yeah. Uh, Yo. And it, there's an interesting thing revolving around Rotten Tomatoes and the way that they revealed this score. They would have revealed this earlier in the week. Yes. But they put up their own embargo. Yes. Because Rotten Tomatoes started a show. They have a program on Facebook, uh, mm-hmm. social Facebook video, mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah. And in that program, they have the review of the week. Yes. And they reveal the review. They need us show. on that joint. And that's right. Uh, we, we see Feel you. free to hire we, us. We know Thank that you for you're the five stars the and show. the positive comment. We appreciate that. Thank you for the five t- tomatoes and the fresh tomatoes. Appreciate that. Yeah, fresh tomatoes. We, we like that. So Rotten Tomatoes was holding back, which is interesting. Some people feel a way about the fact that they were not releasing this score. Yeah. How do you feel about that? I mean, so some of the stuff that I've heard about the whole Rotten Tomatoes score is, hey, listen, they're holding back a score. And the the first thought you might think is, so mm. part of why I gather that people were upset about that is because that's other people's opinions that you're holding for your own personal content. Mm-hmm. Like the Rotten Tomatoes score isn't Rotten Tomatoes going, here's our score. Mm-hmm. It is a aggregator. Aggregator. Is it's an aggregator yeah. that collects a bunch of information and then pushes out, you know, a conclusion. Mm-hmm. So for them to hold that back is like, well, that's my content sure. that you're holding back. That's True. my contribution. That's what I have had to say. That's what the group has had to say. And you're now keeping that so that you can put it on your show. I hadn't well, really I didn't, thought about I didn't it like give that. it to you for you to put it on your show. Yeah. That's like saying, I'm gonna put a tweet out, but Twitter like withholds my tweets and doesn't put the tweet out until they put it all together for a show that the comes official out. Twitter show. Right. And then, yeah. then my tweet, my tweets can be released. Yeah. It's like, yeah, that's not what Twitter's for. You know what I mean? It's for me to get off what I have to say yeah. and get it to the people who want to have it. And the embargo being from the studios, which go, Hey, no reviews, please until this time. Then you can set it loose and do whatever you want to do. I hadn't thought about it from that angle. I was thinking about it more along the lines of the fact that some people use reviews to inform themselves whether or not they want to see the film, to right. pay the money and go see the picture. Right. I think that connects in there too. Yeah. And and there there's certainly this, I don't know, it's peculiar. Let me just call it peculiar because I don't want to use any more charged words than that. But it's peculiar that a website so influential like Rotten Tomatoes would not release this, which means you wouldn't be informing these people who might want to see that number, depending on whether they're or not they're going to spend money. Well, there's, some, the there's, there's a little conspiracy. There's a conspiracy theory in that. That like Warner Brothers is part of Rotten Tomatoes or something yeah, like that. Yeah, Warner WB Brothers got the is RT. owned by somebody who was owned by somebody and blah, blah, blah. But at the end of the day, hmm. Rotten Tomatoes is not yours. That's right. So if you don't like what Rotten Tomatoes is doing, 
That's not your opinion. Go, go get on Twitter. Yeah. Go get on Facebook. Go get on your email list. Go get on your podcast. Go get on your YouTube channel and say what you have to say. Yeah. You know, go speak to your audience. Whenever you put all of your stock in someone else's product, you know, I think that that's kind of, kind of, you know, you're putting yourself at a certain level of risk. Absolutely. Like if your ability to speak to your community is based off of whether or not someone else closes the gate or opens the gate, yeah. then you're subject to these kinds of things. And I don't think that there's any kind of negative thing to Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, or Rotten Tomatoes, or SoundCloud, or iTunes, or whatever. We use these things as tools mm -hmm. in order to get our stuff off. Mm -hmm. But keeping in mind, you are using my thing, mm -hmm. you know? And in yeah. light of using my thing, you are subject to what I decide to do with that thing. Yeah. And if at any given point you don't like what I'm doing my thing, you can go use somebody else's thing or That's make right. your own thing, which many, many, many people have done just that. Yeah. They've gone, you know what? I don't like this. I'm going to go make my own thing. I also think the influence travels farther than that. I've been thinking a lot about the influence of social media on our behavior. You know, the way that we use these tools and what becomes normal, what becomes standard, and how that affects our thinking, our thought processes. And the same goes for Rotten Tomatoes. A lot of people who make movies that do badly will blame Rotten Tomatoes or at least partially point at Rotten Tomatoes and say, you're messing with the film industry. Yeah, I have seen that. Because here people you are, are you, you're putting out a score it. and it's like a bunch of people's opinions and you're encouraging people not to see my film because you gave it a low score because you aggregated a, a rotten score. And on the flip side of saying, all right, Rotten Tomatoes held this information and, and what's up with that. On the flip side of that, well, maybe it is a good thing because you have filmmakers looking at this website and saying they have too much power to make decisions for whether or not people spend the money. And that all influences the business. I, as far as I'm concerned, the bottom line is Justice League, y'all going to do fine. People are going to see this movie. Absolutely. You're going to make that money. Yeah, because at the same time that that score was really low, the want-to-watch-like score was in the high 90s. Yeah, 98%. You know? So there's going to be a lot of people who are going to actually go see this movie, and there's going to be a lot of people who have varying opinions on it. And we have put our opinion out there through our, um, our medium, so be sure to go check that out. Now, That's right. more Justice League stuff out there. Um, there was a conversation that you were having that, that has been going on about how the Amazons were depicted. Yeah, yeah, there was a, maybe this started with a tweet, but I read a piece, a blog post online, and it shows a side-by-side -side photograph of the Amazons as depicted in Wonder Woman. Next to that is a picture of the Amazons, and it was a photo shared by Zack Snyder, and that is what they will look like in Justice League. And uh, there's discrepancies. There are differences between the costumes. The, on the left side, the, the Wonder Woman costumes, they're more full. They cover the body. There's more armor available, maybe more modest, maybe more strategic, something along those lines. Film made by female director. Uh, I, I don't know this for sure, but my understanding is the costume director was a woman as well. Now, on the right side, the Zack Snyder, this is uh, directed by a man. I think the assumption or the implication here is a man designed these costumes. These are for men. This is what men want to see. And the costumes were more scantily clad and bikini-like and so on and so now, on. Now, see, how do we know all that information? We don't. And that's an important question that you just asked. We don't. Right. So when this, this tweet or this blog post was shared, mm -hmm. a lot of context 
absent. Yeah. Gone. What it does is it makes people ask questions about something that is potentially not true Mm -hmm. or not happening. Mm -hmm. And what we have now is one of the actresses in the photos, uh, one of the Amazons from Themyscira in Mm -hmm. both films, Mm -hmm. Wonder Woman and Justice League, showing up and saying, yeah, I don't agree with everybody's complaint about the costume. Yeah. Not at all. I am an acrobat. I'm an athlete. Just because I show my muscles, that's going to be sexual? Yeah. Don't you think that's a problem? Here's what she, here's what she said. Um, she revealed to USA Today that showing more skin... So this is Brooke Ince. Mm-hmm. Now, I know Brooke Ince not from Wonder Woman. I know her from being a CrossFit athlete. Oh, okay. Yeah, she's been a CrossFit athlete for a few years. So... You know, and I don't know how much you know about professional cross, like CrossFit and CrossFitters. I know I watched a CrossFit competition with you once. Yeah. And that's all I know. Yeah. So part of part of CrossFit and CrossFit culture, I would say, is, I mean, the fittest men and women on earth. So yeah. you're talking about rippling, sweaty, yeah. muscular, fit, running, jumping, pushing, pulling, swinging. Oh, all muscle. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, these are jacked, fit, in shape men and women. You're, I'm trying to give you a little context. So, a woman working out in a sports bra is, okay. Yeah. And? A guy working off with a shirt off is, okay. Standard. And? I sure. mean, I'm getting some work done. I'm, I'm out here getting work done. You know? So, a large part of it is, imagine, you know, a, an Olympic sprinter. Like, they're not wearing a lot of clothes sure. because the nature of not wearing a lot of clothes is I'm trying to be fast, you know? Like, the more stuff I have on me, mm-hmm. the harder it is for me to move. Sure. So, I've seen plenty of guys working out and they take their shirt off halfway through the workout because it's soaked and covered in sweat. Yeah. And they're yeah. actually, t- it's, they're tugging on it. So, like, let me just get this off of me to finish my workout. Yeah, makes So, sense. this is the context of who... That you know. is not what my workout is like. That is just well, not what my workout. But I'm just, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Like I'm just saying. Like the, the point I'm trying to make here after I read this is that it takes all kinds of people to make up the world. Yeah, sure. You know. So she's saying. Um, this is what Brooke says. Uh, it didn't bother me at all, and not even not every Amazon even wears a two piece. Moreover, she doesn't even think of it as sexier. She says, "Quote the girls on set. We never thought of it. The new costumes as." a sexy version and said it felt a little more glamorous if anything because we had bigger beautiful hair which we loved yeah true another thing she says i'm an athlete first right usually i can't wear anything without someone come on commenting about my muscular body um so for me it was actually really cool to be able to show it and not immediately feel masculine but still very feminine now pretty dope if you ever look at brooke like brooke is jacked yeah like brooke is very, very, a very, very muscular woman. Yeah. And there's a thing going on right now in the strength and conditioning CrossFit community. Mm. And that's why this whole conversation about, oh, well, these, you know, they don't know more scantily clad and, and a man did it and da, 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 da. So step one, I don't know who did it. Mm-hmm. And they did that because it's for men. Look, I don't know why they did it. I don't know all of that information. Mm-hmm. I don't know doesn't mean you're wrong. I don't know doesn't mean you're right. I don't know means I don't know. Yeah. So I I'm hesitant to jump and go. Well, here's why they did it. Yeah. But something I want to point out is it's confusing to me. What, again, what conversation are we having? Because if the conversation is about strong is beautiful and all types of bodies and all types of representation and so and so and so and so, right? How how does that work then? 
Mm-hmm. Like, who gets to decide what is and isn't okay? Mm-hmm. Who gets to decide what is and isn't modest? Yeah. Because we can look at it from a position of what's your faith? You can go, what is modesty from there? You can go from your culture, what's modesty that way? Your background, utility. There's all kinds of ways to look at modesty and sexiness and you know that it's i think it's a kind of a a real black and white way to look at this and go see men and it's like because even what brooke is saying brooke is like i finally got to show off Mm -hmm. because her being an athlete what i'm hearing her say what i'm taking is i'm constantly getting commented on how masculine i look sure i look masculine i can't be a fit strong and beautiful woman at the same time yeah i almost have to be like oh you're made for work you're not beautiful right but me being able to show off my body in a way that was contextual and go yeah i'm an athlete i'm working Mm -hmm. you know i'm and if you see her 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 scene spoilers a freaking wall falls on her Mm -hmm. and she catches it embraces herself underneath it Mm -hmm. and like holds it up which is a very like pivotal moment what her what her character is doing so what do you put a sweatshirt put a sweatshirt on like i don't i I guess i don't understand what again which conversation are we having well that's because there's a bunch of different ways to to address this depending upon which one you want to have we bring this up all the time on the show i there are there are people who are interested in having a conversation and the conversation will of course be complex, probably difficult. There's no real way to take an absolute hard line on one thing or another. Right. There are some people who are interested in having those conversations that are tough and progressive and constructive. There are some people who are only partially interested in that. There are some people who would rather look at context-free images or information and use that to condemn someone that they were ready to condemn anyway. And I'm not saying, look, I'm not a fan of Zack Snyder's movie making. I'm straight up not. But you know, if you want Zack Snyder to be a villain and you want the patriarchy to be responsible, then it's very easy to look at those images, not to, to reach out to an actress. I mean, how do you do that anyway? Mm-hmm. Not to reach out to the costume designer, but to immediate, immediately indict the person in charge, the director, and say, look at this. In Wonder Woman, all of them were clothed. And here you are with them hanging out on the side of a tank and it's Justice League and they're in bikinis and this is for men, right? This is for men. I'm not saying that it is wrong to be suspicious of that information, but you need to ask the question, who is responsible for this? What is the purpose of this? Before jumping into the conclusion. Because here we have a bodybuilder, a, a proud CrossFitter, a professional athlete, as far as that goes, mm-hmm. for damn sure, mm-hmm. who is thrilled about being able to show her body that she is and kill it. it. I mean, and I, th- I think that, like, it's I just think, not simple. They, yeah, like, like yeah. let's stop for a second pretending that it's simple, that you can just throw the baby out with the bathwater. Oh, this is easy. I know exactly what's happening here. This. Done. It's never, it's just never. When has it ever been that easy? Well, according to the internet, yeah, it's super easy. Well, you know, in, in this vein, uh, something I do want to bring up, we haven't talked too much about this, uh, but something that touches into geek culture and Justice League especially, Gal Gadot has confirmed that she is going to continue working on the Wonder Woman sequel. Good news. Now... 
that Brett Ratner has been removed entirely from the project. Mm -hmm. Brett Ratner was uh, uh, under fire, is under fire, sexual harassment allegations uh, from a number of people, including Olivia Munn, Psylocke. Yeah. So this is this is serious. It's to be taken seriously. And uh, Gal Gadot said she was representing the opinions of a lot of people. It's not just her, but she was not going to be doing the film if he and and whatever financial support was coming from him was part of it. Now that is what was reported. Yeah, according to what what Gal is saying, I I guess that's kind of like allegedly. I don't know which that, part is allegedly that Gail 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 Gal 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 like Gallon uh, Gal Gal said she's not going to be a part of the project anymore unless I think from what I've seen the idea was yeah my opinion is clear so I didn't even have to say anything yeah so it wasn't a matter of I'm folding my arms I'm not signing that paper until. From what she was saying on the clip, I saw what I gathered was, yeah, this is already in process. Mm-hmm. We we all agree. We're all on the same page. This isn't new information. So it wasn't like I was the one and because of me, now it happened. In that case, it, it seems already, like this, she was just a figurehead. Yeah, it it was already in process. Sure. And I, my, my, my voice and many other people's voice not only was what was vocalized, but was Agreed upon. Yeah. I wasn't like the Lone Ranger Maverick and everybody else was like, I don't know, gal. It's kind of like, yeah, mm-hmm. let's do something about this. Sure. And they had already done it. But there's so many moving parts in movies mm-hmm. that it's not as simple as one I of have, the PAs I on have the project, spoken, you yeah. know, and then everything like it's a, they, it's, these movies have all these moving parts. So, right. T- but again, from what I gathered from what she was saying was this has been in motion. Mm hmm. You know, yeah, and it, it would not have been a story if it was a production assistant assistant working on Wonder Woman Two says they don't want to do the film if Brett Ratner is involved, or a collection of people working on Wonder Woman Two are mad at Brett Ratner. That that is not a story. The story is Wonder Woman is a badass, and guess what? She's not going to put up with Brett Ratner on the project, mm-hmm. and so Gal Gadot gets put there as the figurehead and you're right the quote that i see right here is is her saying look this was echoed by everybody was on the project we we all had the same sentiment everyone knew what was the right thing to do there was nothing for me to actually come and say because it was already done because the article came out right that's it so what we know is ratner is pulling out from the project not going to be a part of the project whatever that means hopefully it means that People who are working on the sequel to Wonder Woman are more comfortable while they make the film. And there's nothing wrong with that, as far as I'm concerned. There we go. Now, I want to talk about some of these trailers. Ooh! Yeah, we got a couple today. Yo. Mm-hmm. Which one do you want to start with? Ramp- let's just go Rampage. Yeah, that's what, go that's Rampage. the one I just saw. Uh-huh. George! <laughs> uh, I have... George. I have something... I have a math problem. For George. You. I have a math problem for you. Are you ready? George. When was the last time somebody said, yeah, here, look, sit down, pen and paper. Mm-hmm. Here's an equation okay. that I need you to figure out. Now, are you ready? What You got to tell me what the answer is. Fast and the Furious plus Jumanji plus mm-hmm. San Andreas mm-hmm. equals Rampage. Rampage is 
seems to me that it is the complete, it is the sum of all of the movies that The Rock has been working on. Listen, <laughs> I told you guys this show many times before. Uh-huh. Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Dwayne. Is this generation's Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah, he is. And just like I was back in the day with Arnold Schwarzenegger, if he's in a movie, I'm going to go see it. Yeah. Because it's just like it's the, it's just a nonsense action movie. Mm-hmm. This dude said, "I was just thinking that we needed a giant alligator or something like crocodile." That. Crocodile. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, "Lizzie, what are you talking about?" Do you remember about? playing Rampage? Yeah, yeah. They're Lizzie, Ralph, and George, and it, I believe in the game. I'm going to do this. Okay. Actually. I'm pressing on my glasses. Actually, technically, well, uh, yeah. In the video game, uh, see, if you, they if, were mutated if humans. Really, if you really think about what happens. you remember actually, when you yeah. die, you turn into a little naked human. Yeah, that's you, like, true. Because uh, when you die, side. what happens is you are uh, technically right. when you, uh, uh, you have to put it on the quarter end. So it, lo- it looks like they're not doing that yeah. Yeah. Uh, in the movie, but they have a giant wolf, right? a giant ape, uh-huh. and a giant crocodile. But most importantly... They have a giant rock that is. because that's what's selling that movie. If anybody else was in this movie, if who's Clint Eastwood's son, Scott Eastwood, Scott Eastwood. if Scott Eastwood was in this movie, I'm not going to go see it. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah I mean, sure, like sure. if, yeah, like the fact that the rock is the main character in this, it's like, okay, I'm in. Yeah. Yeah. All they need is Kevin Hart. I have <laughs> put Kevin Hart in there turn, actually, and then turn Kevin Hart into, they Yo, do. Well, Kevin Hart they is Jumanji. Kev, no, but if they were to turn Kevin Hart into a giant monster, that would be good. Yo, I, I do. Kevin Hart's finally bigger than The Rock. Not possible. Like literally, literally, logistically, physically, not. The Rock possible. would grow to be bigger than yeah, bigger than Kevin. That would be interesting. All right, I would watch. Are you going to go see it? Is my question. I am going to go see it. Of course, you're going to go but see I, it. I, I'm a little bit disappointed in how serious. It takes itself. I, I wanted to Adam, see more like Ghostbusters. That movie doesn't take itself seriously. Ghostbusters, where it was more fun. Which and Ghostbusters? Zany. Like the, old, the new old school joint? The, no, the new joint. Did you like the new one? I thought it was fine. It was so, like, so you're saying it's a C? I'm saying it's a C. Yeah. This movie is already a C. It is I'll a tell C. you right now. This this <laughs> Rampage is already a C. I'm already putting my grade up. Hey, how'd you feel about Rampage? C. C. Have you seen it yet? I don't need to see it. It doesn't matter. It don't matter. <laughs> It's an average movie. I can tell you right now from the jump, yeah. it's an average movie. I just think I, I wish there was more sense of humor in it because it is completely ridiculous. I'm pretty sure there's going to be plenty of humor in it. Yeah. He just said, I was just thinking the only thing we need is a giant crocodile. Sure. But, you know, I'm like the way they're Adam. playing this plot is more like uh, the new Planet of the Apes movies. No, it's not. Where it was uh, Franco in it the first not, one. In the first is, one. No. They're it, building the relationship between The Rock and George. That trilogy. Like Franco no, and Caesar. No. Nah. I feel it. I see the similarities. Yeah. I see the remixing. George! But that George ain't got nothing to do with, with what's going on with Caesar. Don't disrespect Caesar and what Caesar has done for his people. I finally watched The War for the Planet of the Apes. The, the whole trilogy was yeah. amazing. Yep. And it gave me hope for the Batman For movies. what? For the Batman movies. Matt Reeves. Matt Reeves was the get, the guy behind those films. It gave me hope for the Batman movie. Like the solo Batfleck John. And then you know what JL did? It took that hope away. Adam, stop it giving took, it, Stop telling people about away. Justice League. Tell them to go watch the, <laughs> go watch the go, film. Go, yeah, watch the movie and listen to the episode. All right, let's talk about the other trailer drop. Next trailer. Deadpool 2. Yes. Except it can't be as simple as that. We had to watch uh, 
a sketch, a Deadpool sketch, wet on wet, a painting tutorial in the style of Bob Ross. You Bob Ross fan? Nope. Happy Little Clouds. I mean, I saw it when I would always be annoyed whenever I would catch that on TV. <laughs> you would be annoyed? Get this off my television and put on something I want to see. Sure. I want to sit here and watch this dude with this afro draw. Yeah, we got Dead- Deadpool has the fro. He's got the, the shirt, the flowing shirt. Mm-hmm. He's got uh, his colors, the, the whole, you know, dick jokes aplenty. And he's painting a picture. And then what? Two thirds of the way through this video, we get a trailer. For Deadpool 2. Yeah. Can I use the word trailer? Is that appropriate? Teaser. I, I, I think I don't need to see anything else. No, that's it. I'm done. Really? Yeah. That's huh. enough. But it, there was no dialogue. That's fine. All right. I saw that. But uh, you know you were going to see it anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I saw the one before with the whole telephone booth thing. Right. And then I seen this one. And I saw a couple clips. And I saw a few things. I saw Domino for a, for a, hot, a hot millisecond. Mm-hmm. I'm good. I need to rewatch it because I did not see Domino. You don't need to watch it again. I didn't see Domino. You need to just black out <laughs> until the movie comes out. I'm looking and go for sit it. in that seat yeah. and enjoy. When does Deadpool come out? Because what uh, we need to know right now is how long you're going to have to hold out. Because I understand internet. Sometimes June 1. It's June very, oh, that's 1, a long time. 2018. Yeah. December, March, April, May, June. I ain't that long. Nah. Well, we'll see. That's but not that long. It, it, we're going to see Deadpool 2 anyway. Deadpool 1 was, they did such a good job with that movie. I'm so excited. So excited to see Cable. So excited to see Domino. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm thrilled. And you know the budget only got better for them because yeah. they did so well with the first one. One thing I did see mm-hmm. is that the X-Men costumes that Negasonic Teenage Warhead had, had on mm-hmm. looks almost like the best X-Men costume I've ever seen. It is seen. like straight out of in the cartoon, any, out of the comic. Any movie. The X that actually pops up yeah. off of the chest. Yeah. yeah. It looks like what the, car, what the car, cartoons and comics look like. Yeah. I'm in. I can't wait. Let's see what happens. I'm excited about that. Let's talk about another movie. Get Out is one of our favorite movies. Yeah. Not just of the past That's year. an A. That that's an A. That is one of the best movies of all time. That's an A. For that me. is an incredible movie. It is like nothing else. Yes. Now the Oscars, or no, I'm sorry, mm-hmm. the Golden the Globes. Yeah. The Golden Globes. The Golden Globes don't know where to put that movie, and therefore, we have a little bit of a controversy on our hands. The Golden Globes are trying to submit this film as a comedy. Wow. Walk me through this. I don't know how to walk you through it, but didn't The Martian win that for comedy? Yeah. I think the, What? So, I think the way the Golden Globes do things is it's always been kind of weird. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like they do stuff like that. So, I don't know that this is a get out issue, mm-hmm. but it's more so that get out and the angle and the point that is being made actually draws a point. A bigger point, which mm-hmm. is like, hey, you can call The Martian a comedy and everybody can kind of roll with that. But when you look at something like Get Out and you look at the details of what exactly is going on in that movie and you call that a comedy, it's legitimately offensive. Yeah. Like that's that's not funny. Jordan Peele, he he says it it it's the fact that you want to put it in a smaller box than what it is. That's what's offensive. That's the controversy. The idea of trying to put it into a place as if it just fits naturally into a different genre than what it actually is, that's offensive. Because 
I think he had gone on record saying that originally he wanted to make a horror movie, but it turned something more into a social thriller. And I mean, how many social thrillers are you yeah, familiar with? But none of that is co- none of that is comedy. No. Like, are there are there moments where it's like, okay, that you might get a chuckle, but when you're watching Get Out, it's not a comedy. I mean, Lorel is comic relief, but it, it's not it's not a comedy. And one of the things yeah. that he said that you know, Peel, Jordan Peele said that was really kind of landed at home, which is like, call it what you want. But the movie is, is an expression of my truth, my experience, the experiences of a lot of black people and minorities. The major point to identify here is that we don't want our truth trivialized. The label of comedy is often a trivial thing. The real question is, what are you laughing at? Are you laughing at the horror, the suffering? Are you disregarding what's real about the project? That's why I said, yeah, it's a documentary. And Jordan tweeted Get out as a documentary. Get out as a documentary. And I think that's the point to really walk away from this with, which is saying like sci-fi, horror, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, there are funny moments and points and stuff like that. But similarly to what we're talking about, the Rotten Tomatoes thing, sometimes it's stuff like that that makes you go, well, why do we do this? Yeah. Because now we just broke it. We talk about breaking ideas, right? You Someone hands an idea to you, and if you kind of stretch it and it breaks really easily, you go, oh, maybe you should take that back. I'll work on that a little mm-hmm. bit. Because I, I very easily put it into a situation where it doesn't work. You know? So if I can take an idea and I can stretch, stretch it and twist it and bend it and fold it, and it doesn't break, then it goes, oh, that's pretty solid. Let's go ahead and hold on to that. But I think what Get Out is doing right now is going, hey, broke it. Mm-hmm. Broke it. It's broken. Like yeah. this is not a good thing to to do with stuff like this, you know. Because again, our story is not a trivial comedy. It's not funny. Yeah, you know. And if you want to give out awards and if you want to put out stuff and be able to categorize what's going on, stories like this should not be in the same. And, you know, the part of the article goes, "Get out." Doesn't. It's it's not it's not a proper categorization to go get out daddy's home too. Sure. No. No. God, no. no. It doesn't make any that sense. It doesn't go together. And it, it makes you wonder what any, you, anywhere else. Why are you even bothering? What are you even doing? Yeah. What's the point of this award show if you're not even going to categorize things? Right. Me? Why why would you try to honor it for something that it isn't? The best dinner goes to McDonald's. Soda. <laughs> like no, but that like the soda. <laughs> No, you you don't have soda for dinner. That's it's a different thing, and it's 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 upsetting because it, it seems like it's just patronizing. It's people who don't even want to do the work. You want to recognize this film for its greatness. You must recognize it in the way that it needs to be recognized. So hopefully, this got to be unique. So hopefully, this is something that actually gets them to consider. Hey, maybe we should rethink how we categorize things. Because, sure. like I said. I remember when I saw that The Martian won for comedy, I was like, did, did, was, did they get it wrong? You know, I because I, yeah. I didn't think through it that deeply, but I was like, comedy? Sure. And I thought back in my mind, why would they say that The Martian is a comedy? That's well, not, wasn't that funny? That's not... I was legitimately like, what am I missing here? This yeah. doesn't make any sense. Did they, they categorize it wrong? I don't understand this. I don't know. But, you know, hey. Yeah. Tell me about this Spider-Man... Morbius. Morbius situation. Wait, what do you know about Morbius? Anything? I know he's a Spider-Man villain. Yeah, he's a he's a vampire. The living sort. vampire. Yeah, I mean, would he be a dead vampire? Michael. Uh, yeah. Okay. Touche. 
I haven't really thought about Why it. Why would he be with? Well, the whole thing, Michael anyway. Morbius was a scientist. All right. And he had a rare blood disease. And the way that he cures his blood disease is, whoops-a-daisy, I'm a vampire now. What? Yeah, that's what it what, is. He cures it by whoops-a-daisy? Yeah. That's what exactly? Right. Can I, can I, does Amazon sell whoops-a-daisy? You didn't need a kidney. You just need a whoops-a-daisy. I just needed whoops-a-daisy. Uh, well, why am good. I just finding out about this now? Because we could have <laughs> gone, we could have saved it. I mean, sure. Would I have been a living vampire? Maybe. Possible. But. Yeah. You would have been a daywalker. That's how this works. Oh, okay. Out. So if I'm a daywalker, out. then, you know, as long yeah. as I got me some shades, I can't wear them drones that Blade had on. Because those <laughs> things do not, I can't, that don't carry over to 2017. That no. can't, I can't walk into 2018 with them blade drones on, but maybe some Ray, some Ray Bans or some something like that. I can do that. Yeah, man, I really miss Blade. They, uh, the Blade it might movie, come back. I, yeah, might I come back. So. They, they have, not, I don't want it to come back as a TV show. The TV show you don't want to you don't want a Netflix. I don't know Netflix. I just remember when they did the the show it was not. Oh, great. a TV show with sticky fingers. Yeah, get some more sticky fingers out of here playing Blade. <laughs> nah. <laughs> Nah. <laughs> get, well, look, get get sticky uh, fingers and whoops the daisy and get them all up out of here. Whoops the daisy. <laughs> hey yo, it's your boy. Whoops the uh, daisy. <laughs> <laughs> AKA. Yeah, it's your boy, sticky fingers, aka whoops the daisy official Ness <laughs> Onyx. Nah. No. Uh, Marvel is dipping back into that well though. They're going back to the vampire. Whoops the daisy well? No. All right, Karen, I don't know man. if they got something lined up for that. After right. inhumans, anything is possible. Hey, we shall but, see. Uh, Marvel is going back to vampires. Apparently, reportedly, there will be a Spider-Man spinoff film, and it will focus on Morbius, the living vampire. Why? That's a great question. Also, why do we have a Silver Sable movie coming? Why? <laughs> I don't know. But anyway, there are two people connected to this film. Okay. I'm going to give you their name. Because I don't know anything about this. Tell me. Two people so far connected. These are the writers. They're okay. responsible for the script. So mm -hmm. take this as you will. Burke Sharpless. Matt Let me get my Sazama. Let me get my IMDb together because I don't know who these people are. Okay. B U R K. Come on, phone. B U R K Burke Sharp Less. He is less sharp. B U R K S H A. That's right. Go ahead and look that up. And then uh, there's also. Writer. He's Dracula? a writer. That's right. You just go Dracula ahead and take a look at some of his work. Power rate. No. Yeah. What do you, what do you see on there? Gods of What's Egypt? That? Oh, no. Nah, nah, nah. What have we done? No. Oh, no. This is. Nah. What Get out of here. Done? The last Witch Hunter, too? No. Yeah, that Vin Diesel joint? Yeah, he, he, they wilding for this. Yeah. Nah. So, Burke Sharpless and Matt Sazama, the only people connected to the project Who's Matt right now, Sazama? also worked on Gods of Egypt. No! <laughs> what are we... Come, all right, Sony, now look here. Just go ahead. Both! Sony, <laughs> Sony listen, lean in. Turn turn the volume up on your, on your, your earphones here. Look here. Do not do this. <laughs> Just stop. I wish you would step back off that ledge, my friend. Please, yeah, don't do this. Yeah, do not gods of Egypt, <laughs> Morbius. <laughs> Just don't put who's the boy who played Leonidas, Gerard Butler. Gerard don't Butler. put Gerard Butler in this movie. Yeah, okay. And then there's a the the guy who plays Jamie in uh, Game of Thrones. He was the dude who was blind. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Some yeah. Balls. Get this guy you remember that? Here. Yes. The movie was <laughs> trash. F. <laughs> You want to know what an F is, Internet? Gods of Egypt is an F. <laughs> Seems like Morbius. Man. Yeah, so look, I just wanted to bring it up. That is the promising direction of the Spider-Man universe. What? I mean, 
I really wonder if they're doing Agent Venom. I would love Agent Venom. If they do Agent Venom, I'm just, here's where I'm at. Agent Venom was so cool. Here's where I'm at. I have asked for people to make movies, Mm. make trilogies, make series out of these characters. Because if I were to go pick up a Venom book, I don't want to see, like, Hawkeye in every Venom book. Yeah, of course. It doesn't have to happen. Sure. So maybe that's what Sony's doing. Cool. We're going to make a Venom comic, you know movie series yeah we're gonna make a morbius we're gonna make a silver sable and was it black cat black cat we're gonna make a you know what i mean like we're gonna do these we're just gonna make movies yeah we're just gonna tell stories yeah yeah with these characters because sony makes good movies sure yeah so absolutely i guess it's just what, and homecoming was cool and, super, i mean but sony it wasn't didn't, all sony, didn't sony. Make that movie. it was marvel it was it was sort of a weird collab right but we all know yeah that was a Marvel. Movie. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like Sony had plenty of shots to make make a Spider Man movie. Ain't none of them come out like Spider Man Spider Man Homecoming. That's like when you make cookies when you're a kid with your right, mom, right? And you're like, look at this. You're you the kid. Look at these cookies I made. And your mom's you like, know you mm, did. Bless your heart. No, you didn't make that. Bless your heart. You know you didn't do That's that. That's so nice. <laughs> look at him. Thinks he made them cookies. We have a lot of news about new projects that are coming out today. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of news about that stuff. Yeah. Uh, do you read Deadly Class? I have the first. Image book one, the big hardcover oversized joint. Yeah. I'm like two issues into it. Oh, okay. I haven't really dug in. Have you enjoyed it? So far, yes. Yeah. So a deadly class is getting a TV show, which is Mm -hmm. interesting. Mm -hmm. It's going to be on sci fi. Okay. Which is interesting. Let's see what sci fi has to say. Not something I would have expected. Like a show like Deadly Class. Like, here's the thing. I think that. We need to get different takes on, you know, superhero properties. Yeah. Did anybody think Legion was going to be as good as it was? Probably not. No. But if you look at it, we also got Sons of Anarchy from FX. We also got Atlanta from FX. And now we got Legion from FX. We got uh, American Horror Story from FX. So F- um, um, the Americans from FX. So F- is that, am I right? All these, all those FXs. Yeah, that's all. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so they have a they have a track record of making good stuff. And one of the big things that I didn't see coming, Mr. Robot out of USA. Mm-hmm. That's never, a good point. Never thought yeah, that, because I'm going to tell you, I didn't watch Mr. Robot at first because I saw, oh, it's a USA show? Can't be good. <laughs> it's a fair point. I mean, like I'm not watching a USA show. It can't be good. And then I watched it and I was like, yo, this is on USA? So hopefully, sci-fi something that we don't expect because the thing is when you bring in new writers when you bring in new producers you bring in new creative directors you bring in new actors you bring in new stuff you get new stuff so we're Mm -hmm. always talking about we wanting new looks and new ideas maybe they brought in some people to give us a new look so yeah from what i know about deadly class basically um what is it assassin academy pretty much yeah it is uh it's harry potter but assassins yeah there's the whole school and they're teenagers, but they're not becoming, you know, gentle wizards. Uh, they are bloodthirsty assassins. Let's get it popping. Let's see what they do. And the, you gonna the, watch it? The, yeah, I'm. I'm definitely going to watch it. I'm really excited about it. In fact, uh, and the uh, the cast looks promising so far. I'm trying to look up the IMDb so I can get the names on a few mm-hmm. of these right players. Well, uh, I don't know everyone in here, but what I do know is some of the people who are part of this are. Are people you might recognize from other uh, other shows, other movies? Benedict Wong is going to oh, be in it. 
Benedict Wong was in From uh, Str- uh, Doctor Strange. I was about to say Stranger Things. Yeah, Doctor, Doctor Strange. Stranger Things. Yeah, and uh, also Henry Rollins. Henry Rollins playing what? Is going to be in this. He's playing Jurgen Denk. I. I have no idea. I don't Wait even remember who that was. But Henry Rollins is going to be Hold in this on. movie, and that's crazy. Or in this show, rather. Hmm. That's interesting. Very interesting. He's a good actor. He's a wild dude. He had a whole stint in comedy and radio and yeah. the whole thing. But, hey, okay. I'm excited. Bring a little black flag into this. The whole thing is set in the 80s, and it oh, really? like that makes sense. It's going to work. Now, I hope Sci-Fi does justice to this, because it is a... It is a cool premise. And mm-hmm. Rick Remender did a lot of great things with the comic book. Uh, I don't know how tied to the project he is, but I, I hope he is a part of it. Uh, it looks like... Hmm, I, I, I have to dig more into this. Yeah. Because I, I, I wonder who um, Henry Rollins is playing. Because if he's playing... I don't know. We'll, I'll, I'll, I'll report back with more information once I get a better idea what's going on. Mm-hmm. Anyway, right. what else? What else we got popping? Uh, man, Pikachu speaks English now. <laughs> What's up with this? Did you watch this clip? I did. Okay, I did. How did? I, I think I I missed the whole, you know, Pokemon like movement. We talk about when, this when I was when in, Pokemon Go was hot. I think I was in military school, and it was hot. When Pokemon Go was hot, you were not on that train. Yeah, I was in military school, so I, right. I missed I missed a couple things. I only got stuff when I went home. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I know one thing. I know Pikachu is basically Pika. Yeah. Pika, Pika. Like that's he, she's never like. Well, I think that um, <laughs> the way you treated me was unfair. I personally have really wanted to say this for a long time, <laughs> but I've been afraid. Uh-huh. I don't really like going in that ball. I don't feel loved. I feel like you're. I feel like maybe there's a good reason why you don't I talk. Only yeah, come out uh-huh. when you want me to do stuff. No, that's cool. That's fine. But why can't I it, meet your parents? Our relationship isn't <laughs> like this, man. You know what this was? Why can't I, you know what this was? What? But what is it? You know that I really love Pidgeot and oh. Starmie. Oh, okay. And Mr. Mime. Okay. Well, fine. Well, fine. You know how it is. Well, I mean, Glenn. I didn't mean to say it like this. You break my heart, man. <laughs> you break my heart. I, I've seen the whole scene where basically, I mean, what is that movie? Spoilers. The the movie where the new P- Pokemon where movie? Pikachu basically just cries and then I, that is the Pokemon. Yeah, movie. yeah. like it, like Pikachu cries. She, and brings but Ash I keep I keep saying she. I don't know if it's a she or a he or whatever. Uh, I don't. Know. I don't know. Like not gendered. I don't know, but Pikachu definitely wasn't on some like. Listen, let's talk this through. You don't want to do this. There's a new. What is the deal? There's a new. Yo, movie. I saw the I saw the video in the theater when Pikachu spoke. People were the whole the whole audience was like, "What? Furious! <laughs> Furious!" They my favorite Whoa. part of this clip. Someone someone took a video of this. The uh, the user is at Broderick. This guy Ryan Broderick was in the theater. And you look, usually you don't want somebody with their phones out recording the screen. Why is that person doing that? I am so glad that he did because he recorded the reaction to this. And the the line that Pikachu says, looks at Ash and says in English, it's because I always want to be with you. And the crowd goes nuts. The actual theater crowd goes goes nuts and my favorite part of this whole thing cbj listeners you know i don't normally do this but i I have to for this part is when someone 
in the audience yells, Wait, what the fuck? <laughs> in a Pokemon movie. Yo. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> wow. Were, yeah. Hey, look, but it's 2017. 45 is president. But Pikachu that, what speaks. Pikachu. Pikachu. Everything's in the upside down. Yo. We're in the upside down right now. Pikachu is hilarious. I always want to be with you. Pikachu. Nah. Pikachu nah. is like Gucci Gang. Pikachu. No. Peekaboo. Peekaboo. Migos. Peekaboo. Oh wait. Keep go. Keep go. Stay with it. Connecting the dots. Work on it. All right. Stringer Bell. Pull this together. Hold on. Okay. Okay. Wait. Back up. <laughs> now Hold start on. over. Yeah. Hold up. Wait. Ooh. I'll work. Uh, on hold up. All right. Yeah, anyway, so next story. I think this is the last Marlo one. Marlo, stand. Wait. How do we get to the wire? I don't know. Do you see that Lakeith uh, uh, says Beyonce is not going to be good in who? Uh, uh, um, he was in Atlanta. Yes. Lakeith. Yes. What's his last name? I don't know. But I don't know who you're talking about. He says Beyonce should not be in The Lion King. Tell me because why. She's a bad actor. Mm. Just tweeted it out there. Okay. We haven't seen Beyonce act in... Lakeith Stanfield. Yeah. We haven't seen Beyonce act in movies since, I don't know, with that MTV... Dreamgirls? Yeah, Dreamgirls. Uh-huh. But she's voice acting, and I'm going to tell you one thing. Beyonce's voice recorded sounds awful good. It does. You know? So yeah. we shall see. I don't think that Disney's just out here making moves. Uh, Lakeith, you go ahead and, you know, shout out to you. Mm-hmm. Appreciate everything you've done for us. Looking forward to season two of Atlanta. <laughs> Very much so. But, you know, don't, you know, don't disrespect the hot. Okay? <laughs> yeah, he said, Beyonce is not Watch a good mouth. actress. Watch your mouth. And then later after that, he said, I'm getting stung by bees. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, ow! <laughs> what has happened? All right, so, um, let's, let's do the, uh, Cards Against Humanity thing. Yeah. Yeah. So, Cards Against Humanity. Mm-hmm. The, have you played the game? Absolutely. Okay. Fun game. Popular game. I'm going to tell you something right now. Mm-hmm. Cards Against Humanity is hilarious and fun if you're with people who are willing to play mm-hmm. and loosen up. If yeah. you're like, oh, my word! Like, yeah. it's, not the, it's not the game for you. Yeah. You know what I mean? If you're like squeamish to, you know... If if Deadpool upsets you, you don't want to play Cards Against Humanity. Yeah, I think that's one way of putting it. That is a good way of putting it. Yeah, I I, I have um, maybe a controversial opinion. I don't think it's that fun of a game. No, and I think it is. We need to get this NPC so I can do the hot take alert. Yeah, and just have fire like sizzling in the background. You know, this might definitely be the product of you know, like it is one of the most popular games. When you go to a party with people our age, mm-hmm. somebody's got cards against you. Oh, I got it. I got it in the some, trunk. Yeah, I got it in the trunk it. at all times. Right, you, you got it on just deck. in case. And, but it's a I don't know. It, it, Maybe in 2017, especially the the content of Cards Against Humanity just bothers me. I'm like, why? I don't know why. What is it? Why? I, I ain't about like just making fun of people that I'm not part of. How many? How many what cards are in there? Mean? What do you mean? Well, I don't understand. I mean, it's like, but like, one of my friends who is probably like uh, low key real racist play black people on everything, mm-hmm. and it's oh man, <laughs> do we? Ah, uh, can well, we just play a different game? Well, I think. I don't know. What, what do I have to say about that? Everything is... I don't know, man. I think this is part of the way I see the world. Sure. It's like I can't sterilize the world. Sure. 
You know, like I, I, I can't go around constantly worried about what other people are going to do in their own personal time. I remember when I was young, I used to want to give homeless people money mm. and like some of the older people in my life would go, no, no, don't do that. They're going to go use it on this, that, and the other thing. And I, and I, and I had to think about that. Mm-hmm. And I said, well, that's not my responsibility. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's not my yeah. responsibility to police what people do with, sure. the, with the money I give them. It's my responsibility to give as I feel like a conviction to do so. Sure. Because if I feel a conviction to give freely with a, with a, with a, you know, with a cheerful halt to, 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 to like give, what is it? What am I trying to think? I'm trying to think exactly what I'm saying. Give with a cheerful heart, basically. Like mm-hmm. that's my responsibility yeah. to give to things that I believe in. Sure. Now, once I find out if that person's not doing what they're supposed to be doing with it, then I can address that at that point. Sure, sure, sure. But I yeah. can't live my life constantly worrying about in, in constructing my joy and happiness right. around other people. Like I got to get my joy where I can get. I got to get yeah, my I happiness where that. I can get. Of course. Yeah. So I, under- I also understand where you're coming from. And that goes to show the same thing with you. Like <laughs> if you're not having fun, don't play. Yeah. I think I think what it extends to for me is I am in a position now where I actively want to engage the world around me in ways that I did not before. Mm-hmm. Uh, we say this often: being woke is hard, mm-hmm. right? And sometimes, especially in a party scenario, somebody busts out cards against humanity, right? And I'm like, all of the people in this room are white, mm-hmm. and I don't know. About what don't you know? Be, because it, it gets reckless with the way that we're joking about other groups of people. So how do you? What do you do with that? Me, I just don't play the game. Do you engage that person? Uh, I mean, I don't get. I don't engage the person about the way that we should be more responsible, responsible with our thoughts and feelings, because mm-hmm. the the game is encouraging people to be profane. Like the the humor comes from the profanity. I think that's the thing about. Uh, okay, so it's, it's an interesting conversation. I'll say it depends on the group of people that you're playing with, indeed. And when I look around me, I'm like, everybody privileged here? Yeah. See, Do, this, are we all on the same page with this game? At least the way, at least the way I'm looking at it, right? The nature of a thing, like the context of a thing, has a lot to do with it. Yeah. If the point of the game is to make stupid, crass jokes, then I think that context can kind of go, okay, look, we know what we're here for. We know what this is. Yeah. It's different if someone just comes out and goes, I'm going to make racial jokes. Sure. I think part of the game is to put people in these awkward scenarios where you're like, uh, I don't want to play Barack Obama, but, mm-hmm. you know, now, is that also going to give opportunity for people who are jerks mm-hmm. to do jerk stuff? Yeah. Yeah. And I think that that's a case by case scenario where I'm still going to have a good time. Yeah. But if you cross me or if you cross a line or if I feel like something's weird, then it's not about the game we're playing at that point. It is not about the game. It's not about the comic book. It's not about the movie or the TV show or the song. Just like Ta-Nehisi Coates was talking about where he, he so beautifully explained why white people shouldn't be saying nigger. Mm-hmm. Like he was talking about context. Yeah, like, hey, definitely. listen. Yeah. In this scenario, this is not. And let me explain to you why. If you haven't seen that, go look it up. It's greatly. If in it, and legitimately, if you have the questions of like, how come white people can't say nigger? Go listen to the Tanahasi codes. Explain that. Yeah, it's a good video. But I think that's where it's like, at least in my mind, if I gotta engage you, well, I'm gonna engage you on that topic. It's not about this game now. Yeah. Because you out of pocket. Sure. But. 
I don't think I can. I, I, it, it's, it's just too much. It's too much for me mm-hmm. to go around policing everybody. Oh yeah, you know agreed. what I mean. I can't. I can't do that. And I can only speak on my perspective. Right. I can only speak on my perspective. And the, the bottom line is, if something makes you uncomfortable, you don't need to be a part of it. That's yes. it. That's it. Yep. That's it. However, however, comma. <laughs> that's what I we, do like. Now we started this conversation. What I do about. like is what this company does around the holidays. You can send a little bit of money. I think it's fifteen dollars, and you enroll yourself or a friend in a gift spree, mm-hmm. and the company will send you different gifts. I think six different gifts, or you know, it's like one yep. of those advent calendar <laughs> kind of joints. Uh-huh. So you do this. And every year they have these wild gifts that they give you. And at the very end, they, there's a payoff. Like we gave all of the money to this group. Yes. And this is what we did with it. Yep. Last year or maybe two years ago, they bought this island. And one of the things you get as a gift, if you enroll, is a deed with your name on it that says you have a plot of land on this island that you own and lord mm-hmm. over. And mm-hmm. it is one by one foot. Mm-hmm. And it's yours. Mine. Congratulations. Mine. So now, this year, the new campaign is called Cards Against Humanity Saves America. Ooh. And they write this on their website. It's 2017. Mm-hmm. And the government is being run by a toilet. <laughs> we have no choice. Cards Against Humanity is going to save America. All right, let's see what they got. So it continues. Donald Trump is a preposterous golem who is afraid of Mexicans. No lies there. He is so afraid that he wants to build a $20 billion wall that every no, everyone knows will accomplish nothing. Accurate. So we've purchased a plot of vacant land on the border and ret- a retained a law firm specializing in eminent domain. Okay. To make it as time-consuming and expensive as possible for okay. the wall to get built. Okay. On day one, all Cards Against Humanity Saves America recipients will get an illustrated map of the land, a certificate of our promise to fight the wall, some new cards, and a few other surprises. Mm-hmm. I wish I had been a part of that. Amazing. It's sold out. I wish I had been a part of that. But amazing. That's great. It's nice to know they sold out because they made, they got their cap. You know, they whatever they wanted yeah. to get, they got it. It seems like they should be able and to And they were putting it execute. into a campaign to stop the toilet that runs the United States. Get Man, this bull 45 out of here. I love that. Hey. I really do. Shout out to you, Cards Against Humanity. I really you do. make Adam uncomfortable, but you're saving America. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, <laughs> again, no easy answer. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but what they didn't know is they just needed to, to get a little bit of, like, what is the thing that we that uh, Morbius turned Morbius into? The rare blood disease? Yeah. You just need a little bit of that vampire blood, I guess. No, you said, like, the... Uh, <sighs> Whoopsie-daisy? Yeah, whoopsie-daisy. <laughs> They didn't need to do all that. All they need is go get them some whoops of daisy. Go ahead and plant that on the um, plant that on the border. And there's no way they could have built a wall right there. They, yo, have you spent any time on Cards Against Humanity's website? No, I just played a game. There are a couple of things. They have a frequently asked questions section. Mm-hmm. Uh, so one of the things in here, it says, what are you saving America from? And they answer injustice, lies, racism, the whole enchilada. There you go. Okay. And it says, uh, Noble. you said you weren't going to do one of these complicated holiday promotions again. And the response is, we're liars, just like the president. <laughs> and then it goes on. I don't like that you're getting political. Why don't you just stick to car games? And it says, why don't you just stick to seeing how many Hot Wheel cars you can fit up your and continues and oh. goes on. It's All right. Spicy. All right. It's spicy. Well, that's episode 80. Yeah. Way to end it. <laughs>
shout out to uh, Cards Against Humanity yeah. for uh, putting Whoops a Daisy on the border. <laughs> and shout out to all of you who have listened to us for all these different episodes. Again, yeah. thank you to our Patreon members who make this episode possible. Thank you for everyone who has listened to 105 ending with this one episodes of comic book junto shout out to all of you guys and we're really really excited about what we have coming up soon Listen, this weekend this weekend we're we going to be project. doing a watch party on rabbit for yeah. the punisher marvel's the punisher on netflix so we're probably going to be doing friday saturday and Sunday. Oh boy. <laughs> Pull out the that's, South how, that's how the that's how the old head Philadelphia old head say it. Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. That's right. Um That's yes. my granddad. He sounds exactly like we're gonna that. probably watch a couple episodes on Friday, a couple on Saturday, a couple on Sunday. Um we'll put up the information for that on Twitter. You can check us out on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Um and afterwards, Adam and I are gonna be recording a CBJ binge episode on Marvel's The Punisher. Adam is extremely excited. Yeah, look, I'm gonna give you the whole truth, the full truth, nothing but the truth. All right. And I, I don't want to watch this show, but but I'm going to, mm-hmm. and uh, we're going to talk about it. I want to watch it. I'm ready for it to be good. Adam yeah. thinks it sucks already. I just not sure. So at, at Adam Tetteris, let him know uh, what you think about <laughs> don't it. Don't at me at Octavia Say <laughs> Newman at Comic Book Junto. Be on the lookout on Twitter for us explaining what the um, times we're going to be doing. Yeah. for uh, the Punisher. So check download the Rabbit app. It's really cool. We can all watch. The Netflix show at the same time. We can have a little chat in there as well. We can all be watching the same screen and talking together. It's a really fun thing to do. You can learn more about Rabbit. Rabbit, by the way, is R-A-B-B dot I-T. Very good. Thank you, Adam. So check that out. You can learn more from their website. You can sign up there. Uh, if you if you log into Rabbit and you notice people hopping into the channel and they got little bunny icons, that's intentional. Not all spammers. Not yeah. all trolls. Yeah. Some of them may be. But you know, they get blocked. Yeah, the band hammer is the most about here. That's right. Yeah. So check us out for that. We'll have that um, CBJ binge episode up for you sometime next week. And that's what we got going on. Adam, anything else? Speak at you. That's it. That's all I got. There it is. Speak at you. Speak at you. Speak at you. Speak at you. <laughs> all right. That's been episode eighty. We did love you. Isn't that Twenty One Savage? The, the yes. The concert that he did uh, during what, the did NBA he, what's game. Up, was his, did he have an earphone? No idea. Or something like that. Look, if you if you want to look at something funny and uh, shameful, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, in eight, my in my bank, in my yeah, doubt. That's a real dog. <laughs> 21 Savage did not. I'm a little dog. You a real dog. Yeah, dog. <laughs> Yo, that was the worst performance I watched, ever. I watched I, I refused it. to believe that he was just on he was on lean. Like young my, no, my, yeah, he yeah. I th- it had to be something with the A V system. I, I hope it with was the audio like that. or something. But, but but it was like it was so Half-hearted. See, you know, say, some days you just don't have it all in you. That's not you half-hearted. That is 21's full heart. That's <laughs> everything he had. Have you ever heard this bull rap before? Yeah, but... Oh. Monk, yeah, yeah. Fur came off a bell, yeah. Triple homicide put me in a chair, yeah. <laughs> That's what he has for you. Yeah. yeah. That's what he's got. It's good. It's bad, but it's, <laughs> it's good. Oof. It's bad. All right. Yeah. Uh, go 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 Google that. <laughs> Let's get out of here. That's episode eighty. We love y'all. Thank you for listening. Until next time, peace. <laughs>